Everyone give Jeff a round of applause. Thanks for coming to yeah. Quizbox, Jeff. If anybody out there is 2-6, now is your one chance in life to yell, Guard, seize him! <laughs> There's the imposter! <laughs> tonight to the quiz box. It is my pleasure to introduce to you your host tonight. First, I should tell you, my name is Nikki Winkleman and I'm going to be your scorekeeper tonight. But the man reading the questions, the man who has written the questions, and the man who has been on TV currently more than the rest of us, put your hands together for Eric Tate. What in the quiz box, everybody? How you doing? Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Uh, Nikki, you seem surprisingly mobile this oh, evening. Oh, I'm so mobile. Uh, for those of us who are listening at home, uh, our uh, Quizbox scorekeeper, Nikki, has uh, got a, a, a fancy a wireless lavalier pack that she's throwing yeah, out Yeah, it's there. not a ward on my face. It's a microphone. Uh, this is a very special edition of the quiz box uh, because we have a special announcement for everybody that we are very excited about. Uh, we have a wonderful producer, Kevin Hendricks. Uh, he is what he makes the quiz box happen. And uh, in the end of the year, Kevin's going to be on Jeopardy. I am just finding this out. This is incredible news. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we submitted Kevin to Jeopardy, and uh, this is how he's finding out. I didn't even know it was like that. I didn't know it was like a queer eye thing. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to move on from there. Uh, no, we're very excited. Uh, we're going to give you guys more information about that as we find out about it. Uh, but right now, uh, I want to welcome you to the only game show where real comedians answer real questions to win you real prizes. I'm your host, Eric Tate, and with me as always is our scorekeeper, Nikki Winkleman. Select contestants right out of the audience using the raffle tickets that you got at your tables. Each contestant is paired up with one of these comedians who will answer the questions for you. Let's meet the comedians. First up, our reigning champion. She won last month in one of the finest episodes that we've ever had. She is an improviser, a business lady, and an all-around badass. Please put your hands together for Sarah J. Storr. Hey, everyone. I'm Sarah J. Storr, and I will not be on Jeopardy. That's okay. that's okay. You're you're on this show. You're on the quiz box, the poor man's Jeopardy. That's right. Next to Sarah is a brand new contestant to the quiz box. She is a fantastic member of Monday Night Live. She does improv all over the place, but you might recognize everyone when she was a YouTube viral sensation in a BarkBox holiday video. Please welcome Alexis Nelson. Hello, Alexis. I'm Alexis Nelson. I'm going to be on Black Jeopardy. Is that a thing? Is, is Black Jeopardy a thing? It is a sketch on SNL. I'm not allowed to tell you, legally. <laughs> okay. Coming up next, uh, he is about to completely destroy Ken Jennings' uh, records. No pressure. Uh, no. Coming up next, he is the producer of the Quiz Box. He is also the host of the world's only comedy and animal facts podcast, Chattimals, as well as the host of the Knives at Night role-playing game podcast. Please put your hands together for our podcast producer, Kevin Hendricks. Hello! 
I'm, even, even if I were going to beat Ken Jennings, I'm not about to. Like, he won 74 games. It would take forever. Yeah. You know, if That's you're going to be pedantic, I don't think you're going to do... Okay. Well, he's got to be pedantic because he's got to get the facts right. Yes, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And our special <laughs> guest this evening, he has been on the podcast, on the Quizbox podcast, twice before. Uh, once as a special guest on our Whiskey Bear Comedy Festival edition. And once again, right here on this stage, both times he won the belt. And now he is back finally to defend. He is undefeated. He is also a trivia show host himself of Wealth of Knowledge Man, and he makes soaps. Put your hands together for Hunter Roberts. To answer questions for points, our comedians must be. Cut me right off, man. I thought we were supposed to all say hi. I feel like at this point they know who I am because I'm sorry, y'all. This is how I sound, by the way. Uh, There's no way around this. But, hey, I'm Hunter, podcast listeners. Uh, I was following the rules. I'm sorry. Yeah, Eric got excited. I got got real excited. You did the right thing. Yeah, okay. To answer a question for points, our comedians must buzz in using our high-tech buzzer system. Sarah sounds like this. Alexa sounds like this. Kevin sounds like this. Charm. And Hunter sounds. <laughs> and Hunter sounds like this. Each correct answer is a gain of two points. Each incorrect answer is a loss of one point. If the comedians are real dumb, their scores may go into negative. But that's okay. You can win prizes with a negative score. Each round consists of three questions, and at the end of each round, the contestants with the most points wins a fantastic prize. The player with the least points gets a heartfelt apology from the comedian who wasn't good enough to win them a prize. The comedians are also playing a separate game against each other. You'll see those scores happen down here. Positive points at the end of each round carry over into the comedian's game score. But don't worry, those, uh, those scores do not affect you, the contestants. And lastly, to make the game fair for everyone, please do not shout out answers from the audience or heckle the comedians. And with that out of the way, let's, let's quiz box! box. Oh, I'm excited. Normally the questions come out of the quiz box, but Kevin has access to the box, so they have been here the entire time in my pocket. Whoa, welcome to the quiz pocket of Okay, we need some some, some contestants here. Who's got the bucket of people? Uh, The bucket of people? Bucket of people? Bucket of people. The bucket of people is making its way to the stage right now. Uh, Sarah J. Store, who are you playing for? Oh, the person I'm playing for tonight is seven one 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 two nine. Right back there. What's your name? Mandy. Mandy? Yeah. Hey, Mandy! Everyone, give Mandy a big round of applause. Ooh. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Mandy. I got you, Mandy. Hey. Alexis, who are you playing for? I am playing for seven one 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 two one. One two one. Where are you? One. Hey, what's your name? Maria, everyone give Maria a round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Maria. Uh, as a, as Kevin, a producer, who are you for? I want to remind everybody that certain uh, sections of the game not affecting the outcome of play have been edited from the show, but I have 711122 right next door. Hey, what's your name? Melissa. Melissa, everyone give Melissa a round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Melissa. Hunter, who are you playing for? Uh, 711126. 126. 126. 
Hey, are, are we you sure it's you? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you just waited for no one else to answer, and we're like, "Fuck it, I'll be on his team." Do Do you not have Do you not know how numbers work, sir? All right, we'll take your word for it. Uh, All she's right. two five, she's two seven, and he's what's, sitting what's, between them. So we'll... What's your name, sir? Jeff. Jeff, we'll give Jeff a round of applause. Thanks for coming to Quiz Box, Jeff. If anybody out there is two six, now is your one chance in life to yell, Guard, seize him! <laughs> There's the imposter! <laughs> <laughs> All right, panelists, are you ready? Yeah! Nikki, are you ready? Yes. All right. The category is Other Trivia Show Hosts. <laughs> the question, Quizbox panelist and podcast producer Kevin Hendricks was recently selected to be a contestant on the television show Jeopardy. Jeopardy, known as America's favorite game... Uh, very, sorry. Jeopardy, known as America's favorite quiz show, airs locally on WBNS CBS Columbus weekdays at 7 p.m., in 2005, okay. Jeopardy host Alex Trebek began a game of the Ultimate Tournament of Champions without doing what? Shaving his mustache. Yeah. <laughs> he shaves his mustache before every show? Yeah, I think it like spontaneous. He has a growth problem. This is my guess. Is that like he's got he's follicularly challenged mm-hmm. and he just like sprouts a mustache all the time. So to keep it tame, he cha- shaves it right before the show. That's a true fact. Look it up. So you you're accusing Alex Trebek of being a man. Yes. A, a man. A group of people who generally sprout hair on. Some women do too. Yeah, Eric. Don't it's, be it's sexist, Eric. I, I concede the point. Uh, <laughs> She's so saying he spontaneously sprouts hair before every show and then shaves it and then yeah, sprouts so more hair. Yeah. It's like Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. Yes. If he Thank doesn't you, shave Hunter. it immediately. Are you saying that Alex Trebek is a fictional character? Yes. Uh, with magic power. Are you saying no. that being the host of Jeopardy gives him magic powers no, like are, Santa? Are you saying that Tim Allen is a fictional character? No, guys, Alex Trebek is a real person, and Tim Allen plays a character based on him. <laughs> okay, I'm wondering what he... He started the Tournament of Champions without doing what? Peeing first. <laughs> yeah, told it the whole time. Told <laughs> it the whole time. It was the one time he didn't stop everybody and sing, Oh, Canada, just to show them. He's famously Canadian. <laughs> no, no, this is something that no. most of you would have done. Oh. Uh, did, is it like does it have to do with the audience I don't know does it <laughs> I'm not like no this doesn't have anything to do with the audience this is uh, something he did not uh, do Alexis introduce himself no damn it felt really good about uh, that no this, w- this would have been part of uh, uh, part of how he prepared for the show oh oh Kevin? Was it hum the Jeopardy theme song to himself quietly? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Please report back on whether or not he does that. Every time, every Kevin show, losing a more. point for Melissa but gaining a point for himself. Uh, no, this is something that uh, I will also say. Uh, this is something I do before every quiz box. Oh. Uh, I, I believe most game show hosts do this, but he didn't do it. Uh, sacrifice a goat. Mm. To the game show gods. <laughs> Game, game show hosts are famously part of the same cult. Uh, no, I know. That's why I said that. 
<laughs> we all worship at the Church of Barker. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe Stay rest. Wait, is he a... your pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it would have been. It would have been. It, most people would have been rather embarrassed if they were going to host a show without doing this. Put on pants. Damn, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Sarah. He forgot to put on pants. That is correct. Oh. Are you serious? <laughs> Ain't no pants. Well, not technically forgot. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what be- is did not put on pants? <laughs> Before the final game of the Ultimate Tournament of Champions, Alex Trebek entered the stage wearing his usual dress shirt and suit jacket, but without his trousers. In his opening speech, he states that to the players, all agreed to play without pants as a way to relieve tension in the game. He asked the camera to show behind the podium to show that the players also were not wearing pants. And of course, the punchline is uh, that the players who were in fact wearing pants and that only Trebek was bottomless. This clip never aired on television, but can be found on the special features of an Inside the Look at Jeopardy DVD on YouTube and in GIFs. That Eric may or may not own, (laughs) and probably does. I feel like they had like some frat boys in the writer's room. They're like, listen, what's going to be hilarious? I I just want to state for the record that I have put on pants for every single episode of the Quiz Box. Or has he? You don't know. Podcast listeners. (laughs) He is behind a podium. Nikki, where are the scores? Well, with that correct answer, Sarah has two points. Alexis has negative one. Kevin has negative one. And Hunter is sitting pretty at zero. All right, category two. Question two. The category is, oh, the irony. The question, the Costa Concordia was a large cruise liner that operated in the Mediterranean. In January of 2012, the ship unexpectedly struck rocks and capsized. What song was playing in the ship's restaurant at the time of the accident? Sugar, we're going down. (laughs) Oh, man. I buy it. Is that correct? You should ring in. Sugar, we're going down. No. Damn it! What year was that again? Uh, First of all, excellent gamesmanship, Sarah Storr. Luring the newest member of the quiz so box mean. into negative points. Classic move. Uh, the year was 2012. 2012. Okay. Did the is, this so is well was, before the uh, Kesha song Timber? Yeah. So was the was the song playing before they struck the rock? No, it was it was uh, playing during uh, the time that they struck. Well, the I know rock. the one that played before. This is horse shit. <laughs> What was the uh, one and by the before? way, it, it struck uh, rocks, not the rock. No, no, Dwayne no. the Rock Johnson was <laughs> not involved. I, you can't tell me otherwise. Now it's just him. <laughs> He's taking a dip on his on his uh, cheat day. Uh, bumped into a ship, gave it a little nudge, gave it the people's shoulder. Down with the ship. Uh, that's what I believe happened, and it was playing the Rock's theme song the entire time. What is the Rock's theme song? It's. It start, you know, he has one that he comes to the ring mm-hmm. to, and it starts, if you smell la, 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 la. what the rock mm-hmm. is cooking. So, bum, so it's bum, like bum, it's, bum. A, it's a custom composition just for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't just like roll out to like some of the latest BTS song. I mean, mm. one time he had Flo Rida sing before him. Okay. That was at WrestleMania uh, 27. Mm-hmm. You should ring in for uh, that. Yeah, at any point you can stop me because I 
too much you about You gonna the ring in for any of these songs? Twenty is twenty. No, I'm not. Actually, that's uh, was it. Machine, machine, machine gun. Kelly played out John Cena one time. Uh, Puff Daddy played at WrestleMania 29. They were in. Okay, I'm gonna stop, stop talking about WrestleMania. Do you remember the time In Living Color played for CM Punk to come out? That Hell was yeah. yeah! Cult of personality. Mm-hmm. That, Do you yeah, remember that, that time yeah. when Jay Leno was on a tag team against Dennis Rodman? Do you guys remember that time that we did a trivia show? <laughs> These are all bits of trivia. They're just not what you asked. So he was raising one eyebrow and sinking one boat. That's all I could think the whole time you were talking. Just for fun, you guys have 60 seconds. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for the song uh, that was playing uh, when this uh, when this particular cruise liner capsized. Alexis. It was Hunter. Oh, sorry. Uh, Hunter. Um, Hunter. I forget the police sirens. Hunter. Was, was it Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On? That is correct. Hey! While any shipwreck is a disaster, the theme song film to the film Titanic was being played at the moment the shipwreck happened, <laughs> which is objectively hilarious. Um, what, what asshole plays that song on a boat? Like, <laughs> that, that person asked for it. That's, I kind of I want I like to think that like captains have uh, if this ship sinks playlist on Spotify, <laughs> and it's just a bunch of songs you can put on shuffle that feel real good to go down to. Yeah. You feel I have a list of songs going, going you're good to go down to. Oh, yeah. 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 There it is. Yeah. Alexis or uh, Sarah gets the point for setting it up. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Kevin gets the point for knocking it down. That's not how Jeopardy works, Kevin. That's how it's a quiz box T ball. Sarah, just out of curiosity, if you were the captain of a boat, what would your going down ship playlist include? Oh, man. Something like like a bad earworm. Um, like who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? And then just like, ah. mm-hmm. this is going to be the podcast where we get removed for singing copyrighted music. I just want to uh, add in here, uh, adding insult to injury. News of the specific song being played during that emergency was broken by the granddaughter of a survivor of the Titanic disaster. Oh, that's dark. Oh. <laughs> I do want to say the Titanic disaster, the original ship going down, not the movie. Okay. The, the, when the ship uh, sank, that song wasn't actually playing. No, it no. wasn't. No. You're, no. My God Nor was it be. actually playing in the film <laughs> during it when it sinks. No, it's uh, no, You're My God just, to Thee is what yes. they were playing. I haven't yeah. seen the, the movie. Does Celine Dion just hit a high note and that no, causes the ship to... she's not actually on the boat at oh, all. Oh, yeah. not at all? No. She's just no. in white. You know in the trailer where that person hits the propeller? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Said, that's Celine Dion, actually. <laughs> they got Celine Dion to do her own stuff. She's fucking wild, dude. Hunter gets a point for making my dreams come true. <laughs> Celine Dion, also famously Canadian. All right, we're going to move on to question three, but Nikki, where are the scores? Well, with that correct answer, Hunter now has two points. Sarah still has two points. Alexis in the bottom with negative two. Kevin in the middle with negative one. Still? Anybody? All right, question three. The category is the government of Thailand. I got this one. Bangkok. (laughs) The question. In 2008, the government of Thailand was in disarray. According to the law, the prime minister of Thailand is not allowed to have any position outside of the government while in office. Prime Minister Samak Sundarajev, which I definitely did not pronounce correctly, mm-hmm. was found to be in breach of this and ordered to resign from what position? 
Kevin. His channel on Twitch TV. No. Oh, man. That must have been a different prime minister of Thailand. <laughs> Who was I watching yesterday then? So he had, he had a second job yes. on top of his primary job? That, that is what I'm asking here. The, the prime minister of Thailand had a second job apart from being the prime minister of Thailand, and that like, is against the law. So like they, for funsies or because he needed the money? <laughs> yeah, he's double. Times are hard, even for... Prime Ministers of Taiwan. Was it the Prime Minister? Was he also the Prime Minister of Belarus? Oh. No. no uh, the, he, he was... Uh, he's the, not moonlighting as another Prime Minister. No. Yeah, he's not moonlighting as a Prime <laughs> Minister for he's a second. He's not putting a little mustache on and being like, hello, I'm the Prime Minister also of Belarus. Oh, what did I say also? Ah, oh, jeez. Was it being his children's <laughs> father? Yeah, exactly. He's a twin Prime Minister in Europe. <laughs> and they switch back and forth. <laughs> Secret handshake. <laughs> Kevin and Hunter get a point each for making each other laugh too hard. Were you guys imagining like a, a who's that? They're both played by Lindsay Lohan as a child. <laughs> yes, that was yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She plays yeah. both. There's she a parent like a like a prime minister parent trap. trap. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Prime ministers, they yeah, yeah, yeah. find out that they're related. Right, and Belarus and, and and Thailand are trying to get America and Russia back together. They're yeah. divorced parents. And yeah. then that's on. That's happy. And more copyrighted music. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that has to edit it. Though, right? so you know what? You know what? I've sung a lot of copyrighted music on podcasts. Uh, so I will tell you that this side job—it was not for extra money. I, well, he was making very good money doing this. It was um, because it is fun. It was because it was fun. That yes. was why they kicked him out of government. Is he was having too much fun. As I understand government, that is why they make you stop being oh, in God, government. Yeah. Is if you're just having too much fun, you're right. not allowed to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. I should know this, but was he the one that was composing the Rock's theme music? <laughs> so he, I mean, making a lot of money. Yeah, not to bring sick beats for the Rock. Not to dance along the edge of the same deep dark chasm, but was he on a tag team with Jay Leno? <laughs> uh, Hunter on the edge of getting that point, but Kevin took. Uh, I mean, do you want to ring in for that? <laughs> professional wrestling. That's his answer. Uh, oh, no, I will, I will say that uh, he. this is the kind of position that you would be very well known for. Mm. Oh, oh, uh, famous, uh, even. Uh, Sarah J. Sor. What is he is an actor? Uh, I will give you a hint. I'm not going to take a point away from you. I, I think we're not going to point Yeah, we're not going to take a point away. But, he he uh, was on television, uh, but he was, not a, he was not an actor specifically. Kevin. Oh, is he is he a game show host? Is he Alex Trebek? <laughs> no, Al, I I can confidently see, oh, okay. confidently say Alex Trebek has never been the prime minister of Thailand I'm just as saying, of this recording. I'm just saying it could explain was, the pants thing. He, he was, was behind not the, the curtain he was being not, the prime minister. He comes out, he has a thick pants. He was not the host of uh, a, a quiz show. Okay, so now it's starting to sound like Mrs. Doubtfire. Right, yeah. <laughs> Alexis, was he the host of a reality TV show? Not a reality TV show. Yeah. You are on the right track in that he was the host of a show and I'm looking for the kind of uh, show that he was the host of. Kevin. Karaoke Elimination Challenge. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Not looking good for Melissa. 
He wasn't on like Mask Singer, and then at the end they unmask him, and they're like, "You're in trouble, Buster." Unmasked. You should have been the president this whole time. That's you fucking it. swan or whatever. <laughs> How amazing would it be if, like, at the end of this uh, season of Mask Singer, just like just... the mask came off and it was Mitch McConnell? Oh man. Well, I mean, uh, no. So he wasn't. It would he wasn't be horrible. On Ma- he wasn't on Mask Singer. I'm yeah. looking for the uh, the. He's the host of what kind of program? Oh. I heard Kevin first. Planet Earth style nature documentarian. No. Oh, man. Sarah? What is a singing competition like American Idol? No. What do you think a karaoke elimination challenge is? I was not listening oh. to your answer. <laughs> your answer was real specific. Yeah. Singing show. Sarah, gets a, Sarah gets a point for uh, successfully tuning Kevin out. <laughs> Uh, the Thailand version of Extreme Makeover Home Edition. No. God, I missed that show. I wasn't sure where that was going to end. <laughs> oh, man. The Thailand. It's, it is it's a like, type. Uh, oh, you no, can say oh, a type oh, oh, of television okay. show. We're not going to ask you to name that. Oh, God. I should Kevin. stop ringing in. Is it a soap opera? No. Oh, come no. on. Is it a host? Yeah, you're no. right. You said host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got negative yeah. six. Yeah. <laughs> The whole time hey, you guys remember when? The, remember the host of Days of Our Lives? Oh yeah, he's great. He's and the one that says, "The hour sands of the hourglass." But then, oh, the days of our lives. Oh. Man, okay. So when I was a kid, I used to watch that shit with my mom during the summer. Yeah. And one time when I was a kid, they had one of the characters get possessed by a demon. Oh yeah, I saw and that then one. John had to go and exercise the demon out of Marlena and it was like the greatest TV show I'd ever seen <laughs> yeah. in my young life. Yeah. I was obsessed for a year with soap operas, man. And she stood up on a balcony and she was like, hey, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, this is on after Wimbledon. This is the greatest day of my life. Hunter gets a point for his passion for Days of Our Lives. All right. I, I, I will, I will say, Nikki Wiggleman and I recently traveled, and we had an early flight, and then she looked at me, and with no, no lie or joke in her eyes, she went, I want you to know how much it means to me that we're traveling together right now is that I'm missing my soap opera for this. <laughs> and I, I, I was legitimately afraid if I ever made her miss a soap opera again. Wow. Who, me? Yes, you. Well, and then when we were there, when we were at the the hotel bar, it was playing on the TV, and I was like, no, no, I haven't seen the episode before this. Are these cryptic clues? What is happening? Nope, just fun banter. Give me the show that I'm looking for. Give me the answer, Quiz Monkey. 30 seconds. You know what? I'm so far, is it a cooking show? That's correct. God bless it. Start Minister of Thailand. Try out for American Idol next time. Specifically, cooking with Samak. Uh, while, the, while there had been mass protests at the time, as well as allegations of corruption, Samak was the host of a cooking program. Oh uh, he received a salary from that program and was therefore in violation of the Thai constitution. The cooking program often started with Samak teaching a recipe, but usually devolved into grumpy far-right-wing rhetoric and ranting monologues about whatever he had his mind on, uh, and never actually finished cooking the dish. Yes, just wow. like chopped. There, there's something beautiful about racism. Something beautiful about that image of somebody with like protesters right outside, like shaking the walls of the studio, and you're just like cooking an egg. Like it's gonna be fun. That is the end of the round. Nikki, where are the scores? Well, uh, Sarah answered one question incorrectly, which knocked out one of her positive points, meaning Hunter has won for Jeff with two points. 
Or whoever 126 really was. Yes. <laughs> fucking identity. President of Thailand. Yeah. Uh, Sarah uh, came in second place with one point. Alexis and Kevin both ended the game with negative nice. four. I have a feeling Kevin's going to get into the deep, deep negatives again. <laughs> so we're going to hear an apology from Alexis. Our newbie is going to be issuing her apology to Maria. But first, what? we have... Oh, yes. What has he won from Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack? Well, first, Jeff, you've won a fantastic prize from our sponsor, uh, Shadowbox Live. You're going to get two tickets to see a show at Shadowbox Live. You can go to shadowboxlive.org to see uh, what shows you can see with those tickets. You're also going to get a quiz box magnet so that you can remember we're always here at Upfront Stage on Fourth Fridays and a button, quiz box button. And from our sponsor, Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack, you have won this Batman <gasps> bucket. Oh, just in time for Halloween. That's, that's big. That's, so that's can, Keaton Batman, too. Yeah, that's old Batman. Store like things inside of Batman's head. That is Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack, a totally real pawn shop that definitely exists. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Jeff, I'll be around to give you your prize. Melissa, Maria, Mandy, hold up your hands till I come to you and bring you your dum-dums for being paired up with a dum-dum. Alexis, uh, it is time for you to give a heartfelt apology. Maria. Maria. She remind me of the West Side Story. <laughs> Growing up in Spanish Harlem... She's living her life just like a movie star. Maria, Maria. <laughs> I don't remember any more of the words of that song. I was five when it came out. I'm very sorry. <laughs> also, Wyclef Jean, don't sue us. <laughs> you know, my mother's middle name is Maria. I feel like that made me nervous. <laughs> which just kind of set us both up for failure from the get-go. So please accept this apology. And if you'd like to see me continue this apology, but not really, you can come see me on Monday Night Live on the second Monday of every month. That was a great apology. Fantastic apology, Alexis. You're going to get a point for that wonderful apology because it included both copyright infringement and promo for your next show. Yes. Uh, I think we're going to move into the next round. Uh, Hunter, I believe you have the bucket of people. He does not. I, don't. I She grabbed it. the bucket. But first, we're going to go over the scores that the uh, that the um, panelists are playing against each other. Uh, Hunter is in the lead with five points. Well done. Very, very really good. winning uh, some points with his love of Days of Our Lives. <laughs> Kevin in second place with four. And Alexis and Sarah, Sarah each have two. Fantastic. All right. Hunter, who are you playing for this round? You can take the bucket from me. Seven. Oh, here we go. Hey, seven one 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 two five. One two five. Hey. Hey. What's your name? Lissa. 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 Everyone give Lissa a round of applause. Thanks for coming to Quiz Box. Lissa. I know. It's like Lissa. Is that you? Did you just take a DNA test? It turns out. Is it Lissa or Lizzo or Melissa? And I'm just not hearing. I heard what I wanted to hear. Melissa. Lissa. Oh, Lissa. L i s s a. Lissa. Yes, like most of them. I nailed it. Lissa. I already, I already we, had it right. We need to make sure to spell it right so that our podcast listeners can read it. <laughs> Kevin, who are you playing for? Seven, one, 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 six. <laughs> <laughs> Did 
One one six. I'm sorry. Sorry. Seventy one seven one 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 six. Kevin almost ran out of gas there. Did you accidentally activate yourself like a sleeper? Louis. Everyone give Louis a big round of applause. Let's go to the quiz box, Louis. Alexis, who are you playing for? Uh, seven, one, 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 nine. Nine? <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, what's your name? Colin. Colin. Colin, Colin, a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box. Colin? That's not my name. Hmm. Sarah, who are you playing for? Seven, one, 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 two, zero. One, two, zero. Oh, we got a battle royale at the table. What's your name, ma'am? Amelia, everyone give Amelia a round of applause. Could I also get a two-hearted on the stage, please? Two-hearted to the stage, please. Thank you. Two-hearted to the stage, I'll please. do another CBC IPA as well. I also forgot that uh, Sarah and Hunter had positive points at the end of that last round, so Sarah uh, got one point to her score, so she's up to three, and Hunter had two points, so he went, he's up to seven. Uh, oh, man. All right. Round two, question one. The category is other trivia show hosts again. Uh, The question, Quizbox panelist and podcast producer Kevin Hendricks was recently selected to be a contestant on the television game show Jeopardy. Jeopardy first aired in 1974 and since 1984 has been hosted by Alex Trebek. Actor Tom Cruise, singer John Legend, comedian Eddie Izzard, basketball player Magic Johnson, Trekkie Sir Patrick Stewart, Whovian Matt Smith, and tennis stars Serena and Venus William all have one very specific thing in common with Alex Trebek. What is it? Oh my god, I stopped listening halfway through the list of names. Well, you're going to need to sharpen that skill when you're on Jeopardy, young man. I was like, famous person, famous person, terribly famous person. Yeah, so we've got got a large number of people here. We've got Tom Cruise, John Legend, Eddie Izzard, Matt Smith, Serena and Venus Williams, Patrick Stewart, Magic Johnson, and Alex Trebek. They've all got one thing in common. At first, yeah, sorry, go ahead. They've all been on TV more than Eric Tate. Oh! Oh! Not what we're looking for. Uh, I'm no. mostly upset that you uh, classified Sir Patrick Stewart as a Trekkie after his long body of work. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I saw uh, Next Generation, and then no, he's wonderful. And then, and then I suppose we could have just said Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's fine. Call him I, Trekkie. I feel like that's a good enough credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. I did say Sir Patrick Stewart. I mean, he definitely, he was knighted for all of those space battles against the robot people. <laughs> Just right. curious, Sarah, which credit would you have preferred? I don't know any of the other ones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just being an asshole. Okay, I'll give you a point for being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. He was an extra. He was in that play that no one in America saw. It was British. So what do all those people have in common? Um, no, there's one specific thing that, uh, that one they have speci- in common. Yeah, one and it is not that they are famous. Yeah. Uh, or have been on television. There's something that they have all done. It's an activity that they have participated in. You said Matt Smith? Is yes. That was the Doctor Who person? Yes. Yeah, Matt okay. Smith, the third best doctor. Oh. Oh, really? It? Yes. Who's who's your one and two? Uh, David Tennant and Peter Capaldi, and they hmm. frequently uh, flip-flop Are between you, one and two. So none, wow. of, so none wow. of the old wow. ones? Wow, okay. Or, or does your Doctor Who watching start at 2005? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a poser, is what I am. Okay, I was just checking. Like, I, the, I, I can't get into old TV. Now it's just a conversation about Doctor Who with Eric again. Mm-hmm. I'm so, I keep derailing shit. Let's move. No, on. no, no. We'll Let's talk afterwards. Yeah. I, uh, but yeah, I, I, I get you, man. Um, 
Eccleston. <laughs> Point for Kevin. That's correct. That is a person as well. I could not hold my tongue. Yeah, yeah, that's my number one. And that's I right. and I keep the score. You yeah. always remember your first doctor. That was that was mine as well. And your best uh, doctor. Boom. <laughs> Eccleston. Okay, so Eccleston is not a part <laughs> of this because he did, I can definitively say he Christopher Eccleston has not done this activity. Oh, also, man. none of you have done this activity oh, to the best man. of my knowledge. Hmm. Gotten my parents' approval for anything. Mm. Oh, oh. Uh, no, because I believe you and Patrick Stewart both share that. Very tough. Do you think Sir Patrick very Stewart's tough. parents are like, oh, yes, we love the old space show with the robot. Yeah, say disclaimer to our podcast listeners: Not everything Eric Tate says is a fact. Mm. Little, little known fact: uh, Sir Patrick Stewart's parents wanted him to be a furrier. Oh. <laughs> not a fact. Not a, oh, was not it all of these people's known, parents not, wanted them to be furriers? <laughs> uh, no, I'm looking. Uh, this okay. is a uh, this is a rather uh, prestigious activity that they have mm. all participated in. Uh, this is a coveted position, not position, but activity to participate in. Kevin. They were all the Grand Marshal of the Air Show Parade in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> Simultaneously? I mean, Alex Trebek was. It's like the he was? I met him when I was 28 days old. <laughs> and you remember this? <laughs> he was a genius I looked it up the in the start. newspaper. I just looked down and said, weak handshake, but come back in 30 years and I'll have you on the yeah, TV show. Exactly. He was uh, like, no. welcome to the world. No, this is not them being a Grand Marshal of something. Oh, man. No, this is a different and uh, arguably more prestigious uh, activity to participate in. Man, in Jeopardy, they're not going to take my points away when I share that very charming story about baby Kevin. It depends on what you use it for. Like, if you that's use true. it yeah. as an answer, right. they will definitely take points yeah. away. Yeah, that's I true. haven't seen Jeopardy in a minute, but I think yeah. that's how it still works. Yeah. Uh, just remember, Kevin, buy a vowel. <laughs> Uh, no, this is something that uh, it doesn't happen frequently. Um, it happens. Uh, this is something that happens infrequently. Um, oh, Sarah. They're all leap year babies. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. That's a great <laughs> guess. Yeah, no. That is a very good guess. Thank you, audience. But I will give you a hint in that it happens with about the same frequency. Oh, Leap Day Williams. I don't know if we can say that. What? Yeah, every four years, a bunch of babies do this very prestigious position. (laughs) Do they have to be babies? (laughs) He just uh, that. Yes, leap year babies have to be babies. It's one of the works. (laughs) It is not. None of them did this while being a baby. Oh man. Just hung up on this whole baby. Uh, No, this is something that uh, the entire world uh, watches. (gasps) World Cup. No. <laughs> they, so wait, what about it? They watched it on TV. <laughs> they all watched it. I'm just trying to think of things that happen infrequently. Alexis Nelson. Olympics. What? What? what specific? More, I, more specific. <laughs> they all commentated during the Olympics. No. No. Damn it. Hunter. Uh, did they all carry the Olympic torch? That is correct. Oh. <laughs> You were really We close. need you to be more specific than just yell something out. Sports. <laughs> They're all on the curling team. 
The 1996 Summer Olympics torch relay involved over 12,000 torchbearers and ran over 16,000 miles across the United States from Los Angeles to Atlanta, where the 96 games took place. During its stop in Jacksonville, Florida, Alex Trebek got the honor of carrying the torch as Jeopardy was an official sponsor of the 96 Olympics. The relay ended in Atlanta, where Muhammad Ali lit the Olympic cauldron. Tom Cruise, John Legend, Eddie Izzard, Magic Johnson, Patrick Stewart, Matt Smith, Serena, and Venus Williams have also all had this honor in other various Olympic relays. All right, moving on. Nikki, where are the scores? Well, with that correct answer, Hunter again in the lead with positive two points for Lissa. Uh, Alexis and Kevin at negative one, and Sarah uh, in the bottom with negative two. It's fine. I really started the uh, the downward slope into finding the right answer, though. So yeah, I am going to give you give you a point uh, for for saying leap here because uh, first of all, the audience applauded for it, and secondly, it, it did get us yeah, on track. It, uh, yeah, <laughs> well, it's a, it's a every four years thing. Yeah, well, I mean, the Olympics is... Every four years. Now it's every well, two. Depending yeah, it's every on the two, season, you've got, yeah. you limited by season. Right. And right. I think more <laughs> babies are born. There's a winter torch, too. A winter there is, torch? There is a winter yeah. torch. Okay. Yeah, they do the torch. In I thought you said a winter torch. Like, only medalists can look at this flag. A winter torch. <laughs> and there are more babies born in a leap year than there are people carrying the torch. Yeah. Historically, I feel Historically. <laughs> Question two. <laughs> like the, the category oh, yeah. is advertising. Uh, the question, oh. Post Malone oh. is a modern rap star known for his tattoos and presumably his music. Apart from spitting hot rhymes, he has a passion for food. Post Malone is devoted to a particular restaurant, so much so that he is the proud owner of the copyright to their former slogan. Name that restaurant. Is it a literal dumpster? <laughs> Are you implying that Post Malone is just like a giant rat? Yes. I think some wizard turned a real rat into Post Malone. And this rat had dreams. <laughs> now he's making them come true as a human. The, I think that's real. The only uh, part of that answer that I take issue with is when wizard? you said... No, no. Is when you said real wizard while looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> like, real wizard, not the card frippery that you do. You do sort of magic. Wow. Moving on. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought this was Quizbox, not the dunk on Eric Aller. I did not mean to start that long. Oh, we're going to dunk on a cool beard, Eric. (laughs) Can we get back to Post Malone being an actual rat? Yeah, Post Malone is an actual rat. Following in the vein of Post Malone being an actual rat, is it rallies? <laughs> Did he copyright? Br- 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 Did he copyright rallies? eat fresh? That's, that's, eat fresh. <laughs> I feel like rallies that, uh, couldn't get away with saying eat fresh. Are you kidding? Oh wait, no. Rallies is you gotta eat, right. which is true. Yeah, you gotta eat, but you don't like have to eat rallies. Wait a minute, is rallies slogan is you gotta, you gotta eat. eat. Yeah. This is like it's a just a statement challenge. of facts. Yeah. Like a threat. You gotta love a restaurant whose <laughs> slogan is a gotcha. <laughs> uh, uh, You'll yeah. come by eventually. Okay. <laughs> You're 30 miles from an abandoned Applebee's. Right. Yeah. You, you gotta, gotta eat. eat. <laughs> <laughs> r- 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 rallies. Uh, did you want to ring in for rallies? Um, no. Oh, someone's learned. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not rallies. Former, so it's a it's a fast food place that has switched it's slogans. It is a It's a restaurant. It's not necessarily okay. a fast food place. Okay. It's a restaurant. They had this uh, slogan for a long time, okay. and it was gifted to him. 
Oh. Uh, so he didn't purchase this. Alexis Nelson. Olive Garden? That is correct. Yes! I, what? Ah, when you're here, your family. Post Malone owns the copyright to when you're here, your family. Post Malone does own that. The heavily tattooed rapper cites Olive Garden as his favorite restaurant and is the current owner of the slogan, when you're here, your family. He once went on an episode of Jimmy Fallon, who then took Post Malone to the restaurant to find out how much he actually loved the restaurant, and it was a lot. Wow. I feel like you just described the plot to Ratatouille 2. (laughs) (laughs) Ratatouille. Uh, I I do want to say for our podcast listeners that that's the most excited our live audience has gotten all night was getting the answer, Olive Garden. (laughs) So in addition to gifting Jimmy Fallon with a a shocking number of Olive Garden eating hacks... Yeah. Uh, the Wait, segment so ended glad. with the president of Olive Garden legally signing the rights of their slogan over to Post Malone, what? who has graciously allowed the restaurant chain to continue using it at their discretion. Was this like an extortion thing? Like he was like, "This is my friend Jimmy Fallon. Give me the slogan, or else." Like shit on check, my TV. Check out whatever the fuck my eating hat is. Did you say the phrase "eating hat"? Hat. Uh, eating hack. Oh, okay. <laughs> You got real mad at the idea of a Sorry, I need to calm down. (laughs) Do you not have a special hat you eat in? (laughs) Is that not a normal thing? No, but I have a special hat that I eat. Question three. Uh, Before we get to question three, the scores with that correct answer, Alexis wiped out her negative one and now has positive one. Hunter has positive two. Kevin has negative one. Sarah has negative two. Truly anybody's game. I got you. It's fine. Don't worry. I've won this thing like five times. (laughs) That's true. I have to say Colin got really excited when you got that right, Alexis. He was very happy. Oh, they Did you know the answer? Oh, the answer. I, I'll be honest. When I'm researching this, uh, every once in a while, I get real excited about something. Yeah. And that was one of them. They, they both know, knew, they for do. our podcast listeners, they both knew the answer. <laughs> All right. Cat, uh, question three. The category is Lord of the something or other. Mm. Question. Lord of the Rings is the timeless classic of literature. It is a story of overcoming adversity and friendship triumphing over evil. Yeah. The main character of Frodo bears a heavy burden and must endure a journey to save the world. However, Frodo was not always named Frodo. What was the character of Frodo originally named in the early drafts of Lord of the Rings? Oh. And I, w- I will give you a hint. I am not looking for some sort of like obscure elven thing yeah, was... tattooed on the face of oh, Post, Post Malone. Malone. <laughs> uh, I, I, am, I am looking for... Uh, it's, it's, it's slightly ironic and seemed like J.R.R. Tolkien had run out of ideas. Um. R R J. <laughs> uh, it, it almost as though it's as though like a child would have named Frodo Baggins. Odorf. I'm sorry. Did you say Odor? Yes, Frodo backwards. <laughs> it's a big twist at the end. Sauron's like, "Speak thy name backwards," and Frodo's like, "No." <laughs> I, I read the book. <laughs> No points awarded. No, okay. <laughs> I'm saying Isn't Peter that... Jackson got it wrong. 
That might possibly be the most devastating thing you can say to somebody in this show. <laughs> like, we have this big powwow before the show. You guys can gain tons of points if you're just funny. And then, then if Nikki comes in with no points awarded, it's like, congratulations, you're bad at your job. Yeah. I know what that means. You said it's like, it's like really simplistic, like it's, obvious. It's simplistic. very simplistic. Hobbit. Yeah, like I would, I would have named the dog this. <laughs> Ring Boy McHobbit Pants. Mm. <laughs> is that a dog name that you picked? I, my dog's name is Colonel Mustard, so in my world, yes. I believe yeah. that Eric would name his dog that. <laughs> Rainbow Ring. Pants. Mc, uh, excuse me, Ring Boy McHobbit Pants. Oh, Ring Boy. Ring Boy. Ring Boy McHobbit Pants. Is it Ringo? Could be Ringo. Do you want to ring in for that? Yeah, ring in for that. Yeah, you should ring in for that one. You should practice. Practice for Jeopardy. Practice for Jeopardy. Ring in. Do, do, do. It's already so late for a Jeopardy buzz. <laughs> you know, you're not going to ring in for that, Kevin? You do, oh, Kevin, that's a daily double. <laughs> I'll make it a doodle. Incorrect. I do, okay. <laughs> I will uh, We'll give you a hint, though. It rhymes with that. It rhymes with what? Kevin. Bingo. That is correct. Bingo was his name Double bingo. Eric, I thought you'd given it away when you said I would name a dog this. Yes, that's good. There is no indication as to why Tolkien called him Bingo, Bingo but presumably it was was in relation to the self-evident fact that Bingo was his name His name I just want to see the... I want him to remake Lord of the Rings again and the ring race are like... Bingo. <laughs> or it's just a sketch with the ring yeah, wraiths yeah. at a bingo game. Or, yeah, the ring wraiths <laughs> calling bingo, and they're like, the next one is B44. <laughs> That's not a real bingo number. The Bs are much lower than that. <laughs> they go from 1 to 15. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they'd be like, How do you know that, Hunter? Uh, because when I used to drink, I played bar bingo, mm. uh, which is bingo. Where you win alcohol. Uh, (laughs) It's pretty great. Uh, Also, the company that I work for also hosts Beer Bingo. I don't host it, but it's every 15 is a new new letter. Gotcha. Oh. Do you want to ring in for that? (laughs) (laughs) That is the end of the round. Nikki, where are the scores? Well, once again, Hunter has won the game with positive two points and has won a fantastic prize for Lissa. Lissa, you're going to get those two tickets to Shadowbox Live. You're going to get a quiz box, refrigerator, magnet, and button. And from Dusty <gasps> Dewey's Knickknack Shack, this mallard. Majestic. Ooh, a mallard. Yes. So lifelike. The mallard prize is a staple of the quiz box. Uh, Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack has lots of lovely mallards. This is a, uh, I think, ceramic mallard sculpture with, mm. with the wings in flight. Yeah. Yes, so congratulations to you, Lissa. Uh, to Louis, Colin, and Amelia, I will be around to hand out your dub-dubs. Uh, who was the... Yeah, uh, oh, lo- I think it's That's me. right, I'm sorry. Uh, Alexis came in second place with positive one, wow. and that will go into her game score. Uh, Kevin wiped out his two negative points and ended the round with zero. Bingo. We will he- be hearing an apology from Sarah to Amelia for her negative two. Sarah, it's time for you to give a heartfelt apology. I'm ready. Um... <laughs> Amelia, I'm sorry. I, I want to ask your forgiveness for, uh, well, I, I've, I've had a couple of drinks at this point, and the synapses aren't firing as, as well. Um, also, 
I, I feel like I should have gotten more points for Leap Year, but that's fine. And and also I'm a little thrown off that a mallard is a prize because yeah. male ducks have um, corkscrew penises and they they um, alarm me and they scare me a lot, uh, especially because female ducks, I don't know if you know this, um, their vaginas corkscrew the opposite way. So when they like get it on, it's not fun. Um, like this apology, so... <laughs> Thank you for coming to the quiz box. Yeah, wow. That was just devastating. Amen. I feel like that was a, was a great apology. I, there was some animal biology in there that Thank I was you. aware of, uh, but I, I, I enjoyed hearing it again. Did you know that the uh, tip of the mallard's penis has a brush on it? Oh, uh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, male dog penises have barbs that face backwards yeah. so that they literally like hook into the female as well. Animals, uh, but you know the uh, the the female <laughs> anglerfish uh, just yeah. absorbs. She just absorbs him until he becomes yeah. a pair of testicles that she needs for whenever she wants. I like that. I love that. That's dating, y'all. Do, do you wow. know that a blanket octopus, a male, will tear off his own sex tentacle and hand it to the woman blanket octopus? That's right. Put it That's right. So she wants to have babies. It's how it's how chivalry. That. <laughs> We only ever go out once, right? But it's nice. He's like, "Would you like this, or would you like to throw it on the bottom of the ocean?" It's up to you. That I'm not move sure if has I love never worked for me. Episode. Yeah, it's it's getting hey, weird. You know what, Hunter? All I'm gonna say is, don't knock until you tried it. That's fair. I mean, I don't. I, Do you, what? Uh, we need to keep the show rolling. Uh, Hunter had positive two. That's gonna go into his game score. He is now leading with nine. Kevin has five. Alexis got another point added to her score from that round, and so she is at four, and Sarah is at six. Yay. All right. Let's uh, move on, but before we move on, we need to uh, draw from the bucket of people. I believe it is next to Sarah. Sarah, who are you playing for? Tonight, in this third round, round. it is the the last round. Seven, one, 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 four. One, one, four. Right there. Hey, Hey, what's your name? Josiah, everyone give Josiah a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quick box, Josiah. Alexis, who are you playing for? Seven, one, 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 seven. Palindrome. Right there. Hey, what's your name? Diana. Diana, everyone give Diana a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Diana. Kevin, who are you playing for? Seven, one, 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 two. Right there. Hey, what's your name? Hey, it's our front row people. Sorry? Mike, everyone give Mike a big round of applause. It is a front row battle royale at this point. I think I'm about to fuck Hunter, that up. who are you playing for? Uh, 711 Hey, what's your name? Gabriel. Gabe, I'm sorry? Gabriel. 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 Give Gabriel a big round of applause. Thanks for coming Woo! to the Gabriel. All right. Question one of round three. The topic is other different trivia show hosts. <laughs> The question, uh, Quizbox panelist and podcast producer Kevin Hendricks was recently selected to be a contestant on the television game show Jeopardy. Yeah. Hendricks is scheduled to film in October 2019 with an expected airing closer to New Year. Jeopardy is a nationally syndicated game show currently hosted by Alex Trebek. However, the original host of Jeopardy was Art Fleming, who hosted Jeopardy from 1964 to 1975. Fleming's television career did not begin as a game show host. He made his television debut performing as what? Kevin. A flemmer. A, f- a flemmer? That's how he got the name. 
What is a flemmer? One who flems. Art Fleming. His art was Fleming. He was a flemmer. So, no. <laughs> so is that like Ian Fleming? Was he a son of a flemmer man? Oh, yeah. Kevin. Being jealous of his brother's spy novels. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, but I gave you a point for it. <laughs> also, no. Uh, oh, man. So this is a side fact since Ian Fleming has been brought up. Uh, uh, do you know how Ian Fleming got the names for most of the characters in his novels? He started with Bingo. <laughs> he would he would literally go to a club that he belonged to, like a gentleman's club that was like a you're at like you would go there and just drink scotch, and he would order a large uh, uh, flute of champagne and then read through the member list. And just pick random names from the member lists, oh, as though idea. he was randomly picking stuff out of a telephone book. Oh. But that's like where like a Scaramanga comes from. It's oh. just somebody in a book that he randomly picked out. I know that James Bond was the name of the author of the book Birds of the West Indies, and that's how he got the name for the greatest spy of all time. Was from a uh, ornithologist. Because who knows what he's up to? Uh, The main point of this is that Ian Fleming, not terribly creative. Art Fleming, on the other hand, did what? He had a a separate occupation, or it was in the same uh, realm. You know, he was on television, but he wasn't performing as a television host. Uh, He was a what he did a different activity on television. He was on screen. I will give you that. Hunter. Oh, was he a news anchor? No. Ah, oh, balls. Was it slowly turning into Belgium? That's a Flemish joke. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you ring in for that one? No. Please I think you right. should. No, I learned my lesson with that one. <laughs> everything else I've done. Art he, Fleming? He didn't Art slowly Fleming? turn into Belgium. No. <laughs> it would have been a good trick. No one would have seen it coming. You just slowly turned into a giant pile of waffles and chocolate. Well, yeah. And I mean, like, I would watch that person's game show if they created one. I was like, holy shit, you're Belgium now? What? You want me to watch a game show? Okay. Was he doing the things on TV, like, immediately before Jeopardy? No, this is not sort of quiz show or hosting related. This is, this is, he had a far more active role on television. Sarah J. Storer. Soap opera star. <laughs> uh, no. Cool. He was not possessed by demons. Uh, Alexis. That we Stunt double. That is correct. Oh, Whoa! Man. Oh, Hell yeah, he Alexis. Was, he was a stunt double specifically for Ralph Bellamy in the detective series Man Against Crime. Man Against Crime was a CBS crime drama about private eyes that aired from 1949 to 1954. Art Fleming's first television appearance was as a stunt double for the show's star. Do you remember that episode where the main cop had to slowly turn into Belgium? (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) Oh, no, 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 I remember that episode. It was the same one where the man was against crime. I kind of feel like Kevin is sort of like trying to set up an acid trip later (laughs) where he watches someone turn into Belgium. Was... The man's oh, man. enemy, the man for crime, like and they just <laughs> bat on each other in like a spy versus spy situation. I am man against crime. I am man for crime. This is like man versus food, where he goes into different criminal organizations and eats a whole burrito. <laughs> You're the only one laughing at these. Guys. Ohio's national fine. treasure, y'all. That's part of it. Yeah. All right. Question two. The category is legal stuff. 
Oh, legal stuff. The question, uh, the United Kingdom has a strange patchwork of laws. For example, they don't actually have a constitution because their government is literally too old. Some of the laws have been put into place as a result of the country being so old. For example, private citizens are required to contact museums on the off chance that they can counter what? Whoa, one more time on the end part of that? Uh Private citizens in the United Kingdom are required to contact a museum on the off chance that they encounter what? Oh, zombies. <laughs> That's my first thought. Help, help, send the dinosaur skeletons. Yes. Is it like moving exhibits in that third Battle of Smithsonian movie? Because <laughs> they go to Europe in that one. I've seen it. <laughs> Are you going to go to Europe and try and trap yourself in the museum late at night so you can hang out with... Uh, yeah, man. Like, they've got all kinds of cool exhibits over there. I'm going to talk to all the paintings in the Louvre. I'm going to <laughs> Paris, by the way. That's where this came from. Um, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm uncultured swine. I'm just going to eat food and s- sound awful. I'm sorry, man. Uh, I'm, I keep doing this. No problem. Uh, so the, the United Kingdom, very old country, uh, if you encounter such a thing, uh, you the first thing you're required to do is contact a museum. Kevin. A French person. <laughs> if you encounter a French person? Just there on oh, the lookout. Really? The Hundred Years' War was rough on those people. Should I be mad at this person? Museum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they are the ones that tell you all Hello, the Smithsonian. Did anybody bring in before that? No. No, okay. No, no. I just wanted no. to try to miss any of those gems. Mm. Yeah, I, oh, no. Nikki's so mad. <laughs> Is we, it like we also that? didn't recap the scores at the end of that first question. Uh, it's not so worth much. it. Don't worry about we did. it. Alexis got a point correct, or Yo, got a question true. correct, and she has two points oh, in the lead. No. Sarah had negative one. Kevin has had negative two. Hunter had negative one. Kevin now has negative three. I just thought Kevin should know where he's at before he rings in any person. <laughs> I like that joke, though, with the French person. That was good. Yeah, that I was your too. joke. Oh, no, yeah, I know. <laughs> you guys remember that guy that told me earlier? <laughs> yeah. He's like a fucking genius, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hear his thoughts on people turning into Belgium. <laughs> I will give you a hint in, in that uh, I am giving you a hint in saying that the UK is a very old place. So they have yeah. laws regarding things. Uh, that you should contact a museum about. Is it like when they moved that parking lot and they found Richard III's bones? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yeah. So Richard III, uh, <laughs> Richard III, famous royal uh, member in, in the United Kingdom, uh, he was died in a war and no one knew where his body was. And they found him underneath a parking lot. Oh. I feel like Alexis could have told that story. Alexis, me. would you like to recap that? <laughs> Yeah, so there was this king, and his name was Richard III. <laughs> Point. <laughs> he was also horribly uh, disfigured. Mm-hmm. Forgot that tidbit, which is why they could identify his skeleton. Another point. Do you think that he was not disfigured, and it was just that they found his skeleton under a parking lot? <laughs> he started totally normal. They put a parking lot on top. So of him. nobody had seen him until he was oh, a skeleton. Oh, Even though he was king. Did Everyone who wrote him about him he was a skeleton. Oh, no, Nikki Winkleman. So what? he's he's actually featured as quite disfigured on the Bear Tapestry. <laughs> oh, and, the and in tapestry. the Shakespeare the Bear Tapestry the depicting uh, yes. William the Conqueror. He was a king, and they tend to they t- he was the king of England, and they tend to, they do tend to keep records of those people and what they look like. Sometimes right. in paintings. 
So it's so United Kingdom's really old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to contact the museum if you see one of these. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is and it a, is it a time traveler? <laughs> if Doctor Who shows up, yeah, you, like you got to call like a museum and be like, right. check your records. Yeah, he might they, have shit. Because like, he like that one time Blue they went to go see the the, the Van Gogh paintings. Yep. So like that that makes sense. They contacted a museum yeah. immediately. That's so just true. just for the record, Hunter, uh, uh, Doctor Who, not a documentary. Oh. How would you know, Mister? I started in two thousand and five. You haven't seen the old shit, the deep cuts on Doctor Who. That's true. Back in the seventies, it was mostly about English common law. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You get a point, and you have sixty seconds to answer the question. Is it runes? No. Well, runes. Cool. Runes. Runes. No. Runes. Like, uh, like the Viking alphabet. You're gonna ring it. Yeah. If you yeah. if you encounter the Viking alphabet, you just have to immediately call a museum. Yeah. A museum. No. <laughs> you guys are thinking way too hard. Oh man. Has anyone else rang in? Just Kevin. Just Kevin. <laughs> Sarah. A painting. No. <laughs> Hello, I saw a painting. What? My child made this painting. You want it? <laughs> Teachers all across England. Museum time. Uh, Hunter? Uh, Hunter. A witch! <laughs> <laughs> no. Sarah. Bones. No. Anybody? You are closer. Fantastic. <laughs> bone, bone, bones. Uh, this is... Hunter. Random piles of meat. <laughs> Mate piles. Uh, no. Uh, no, this is something valuable. Hunter. Gold! <laughs> uh, we'll, t- we'll take it. We'll take it. The answer we were looking for is buried treasure. Oh, oh. shit! Oh, okay. Because people have lived in the United Kingdom for so long, people tend to find buried treasure all of the time. Oh. It's such a problem that there are laws on the book, on the books requiring all buried treasure to be offered for sale to museums before being put up for private sale. Uh, but the Romans occupied England for a long time, right. and so there are hordes of coins everywhere. Uh, there were a pirate culture for a considerable period of time. Uh, a lot of the William Wallace stuff was sort of true. Uh, so <laughs> Yeah, but that's the point. You mean it didn't happen exactly the way that Mel Gibson told it? (laughs) Freedom! That's bullshit. (laughs) You Uh, know, cultural historian Mel Gibson? Ah. uh, No, there wasn't a white van at that battle. (laughs) It was fuchsia. All right, Nikki, we are going to move into the last question of the last round, but before we do that, where are the scores? Alexis wisely did not ring in that second question. and still in the lead with two points. Uh, Kevin has negative three. Hunter has negative one. Sarah also has negative three. Wow. All right. Last question. The category is bags for your feet. Socks. Oh, shit. Sorry. I love feet bags. Socks hold an ever-present place in modern fashion. Mm. The oldest known socks were created with a process called null binding, a primitive form of knitting or crochet. These socks were specifically designed to be worn with what other item of clothing? A toe ring. <laughs> uh, do, do you want to ring in for that? A toe ring with the sock? Over the sock or under the sock? How do you wear your toe ring with your socks? Oh, under the sock. It's a fun surprise. Or is there like a hole cut out just for that toe? Just for that one toe. Oh, okay. Just let the ring toe out. 
Hmm. I it's think like, we just invented a new sock. Or, I mean, you did. Just like the middle finger toe sock. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, Bark Box. Hello, Sock so, Empire. Right. It's a, it's bark a, Socks. Uh, it's yeah. a peep toe sock. Peep toe sock. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What else yeah. are you going to wear with your peep toe shoes when it's cold outside? Sure, Guys. Right. Peep toe sock. <laughs> We're just being sensible. Sarah. Garters. No. Mm. Men used to wear them with garters. I'm gonna you had to hold up your socks with garters. They were simpler <laughs> times. It was simpler times yeah. when men wear garters. You used to have to tie your socks to the underpants of your... <laughs> and women stayed at home and made a roast. That's, yeah. yeah. My favorite time. <laughs> roast time or garter time? Both times. Oh. <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive. That's you fair. can do both of those things at the same time. Right. You can also uh, roast garters. You have 60 seconds. But why? <laughs> So wait, the very first sock was designed to wear with blah, blah, blah. There was another specific item of clothing that it was designed to be worn with. It, it wasn't just like a, to... Go ahead, Sarah. Breeches. No. Kevin. Uh, fashion sins of the past. Is it sandals? That is correct. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, baby! I know bad Beach socks. Beach dads have existed since the beginning of time. <laughs> No, it is true. That is correct. So they were excavated from a dig along the Nile in Egypt and had split toes that could be worn with sandals. Uh, See, you know, you okay. know. Yeah. It is thought that this oh. was to protect the feet while the sandals were worn in the river and the, the, sand, the sandals that you would wear would give you better purchase as you were tramping around in the Nile. Um, huh. Yeah, that, that is it. That is The sandals are correct. Congratulations. So it's like super old water socks. Yeah. Yes. Y'all remember water socks when you had to go to camp as a kid? Nobody else remember? Okay. Just well, right. we, call, we call them aqua socks. Aqua socks. Oh, they, it's yeah. right there. New now. My family was too poor for the aqua socks. They said, take your chances. Take your chances with the <laughs> whatever feet goblins are in the Nile? <laughs> we didn't have money for what aqua socks. I forgot oh. the word crocodile for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was the word for crocodile? Feet goblin. All right. There's the point. (laughs) What are they up to? They're goblin feet. (laughs) They're goblin feet. They bite and twist. It's their method of hunting. Congratulations, Diana. Alexis has won the game for you. This round for you with uh, two points. Uh, Nice strategy, Alexis. Not ringing in again. Uh, (laughs) I knew what I knew. rang in a lot. I did, uh, I did. And negative five, and we'll okay. be apologizing to Josiah. I got you. Uh, Kevin and Hunter both ended the game with negative one. <sighs> but first, before we hear Sarah's apology to Josiah, uh, Diana, you have won uh, two tickets to Shadowbox Live, a quiz box magnet, and button. And from Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack, this golden chicken. <gasps> wow. This is a chicken made of gold. That's yeah. There's no and the audience is that. still not reacting yeah. to anything. I, I think my favorite part of that was Diana nervously whispering to her husband. <laughs> Did I get the chicken? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, Congratulations. That, yeah. Uh, Sarah, uh, this is uh, your second time for an apology tonight. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, Josiah, you have a nice biblical name. I know that because I'm the daughter of a Baptist minister, and we, uh, in our circles, we like to name people after Bible names. So, for example, I have a nephew named Eliab with a B on the end. It is biblical. It's just there's like one blurb about Eliab, and my family was like, you know what? I'm going to name my kid this. 
So it's real hard for anybody to know how to spell his name for the rest of his life. Uh, That's neither here nor there. What I did was fail you, Josiah, uh, in a way that the Lord did not fail Josiah in the scriptures. Uh, So I invite you anytime to message me and come to one of my shows. We perform here at Upfront at Shadowbox Live every Wednesday, first and third Fridays, and then through uh, various venues in the city with a show called Ladies Who Lounge um, and other shows. Uh, Check out hashtag comedy.com. But for real, Josiah, you message me and you're coming to a show for free. Thank you. That was a wonderful, wonderful uh, yeah. apology, Thank Sarah. Thank you. I Sarah. learned a lot about the Bible. I learned a lot about your shows. Sure. Great. That's all I wanted. Sarah, Sarah, you said God didn't let Josiah down. Did he let Eliab down? <laughs> uh, no, uh, Eliab, his blurb was yeah. that he was uh, worthy of the Lord. Oh, Yeah, nice. so that was like his one thing. So He, he didn't even beget? No, it no. was just Eliab. He was just worthy. Real, real, real worthy. worthy guy. I wonder if that was just like a typo that no one wanted to chime in to fix. Was your problem the Dead Sea typewriter? Do you think it was like a typo from God? And I was like, I don't want to tell him. Uh, yeah, you going to tell him he messed up, hit a B? God no, was, that dude's name is Eliab now. Have the, fun with that. Yeah. The Lord works in mysterious ways, it and sure so does. does his word processing program. <laughs> yeah. God was dictating the scribes like, uh, you heard me say Elias, right? No? Uh, you wrote it down? It's already written down. It took you 10 minutes to carve that B into that stone. <laughs> Fuck it. Elias. He's worthy. Sure. All it took was one tired monk <laughs> copying the Bible. And here we are. And now your cousin's name is alive, oh, and I think that's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot this is a real person that it's we are It's a real person. It's my nephew, and he's oh, my nemesis. Oh. oh, he's your nemesis? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, I think I can safely say that anyone with the name Eliab is never going to appear on this show, and if they are here no. in the audience and they get their name drawn, we're just going to get rid of them. I think that's... Okay, okay. that's Eliab. the end of the game. Uh... That was a that's, this is a beautiful apology, Sarah. I'm going to give you a, a point for that apology just to make all of this talking stop. Uh, Sarah has ended her game with eight points. Let's hear it's it for fine. Sarah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Alexis got two positive points during that round going into her score, giving her eight points. Let's hear it Woo! for Alexis. Kevin also ending the game with eight points. Let's hear it for Kevin. Woo! And... Retaining his status as undefeated quiz box champion with 10 points, our returning champion, returning from months ago, Hunter Roberts. Thank you for downloading box. My name is Kevin Hendricks. This episode was brought to you in part by the Greater Columbus Arts Council, and it was recorded in beautiful downtown Columbus, Ohio, on the upfront stage at the Shadowbox Cabaret. This is a special thank you for your host, Eric Tate, your scorekeeper, Nikki Winkleman, everyone who played on the panel today. Next month, we will have a lot of uh, returning champions on the panel, as well as a special fill-in host, yours truly, Mr. Kevin Hendricks, in a beautiful Halloween costume. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you.